When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bravo by Gaze. Happy Friday. You made it to the end of the week. I somehow miraculously did as well. I am still... Guys, I know it's been a couple weeks, but I am still, like, living in, like, Bravo con land. Like, there's still so much content being put out that, like, I am... You know how people make fun of, like, those girls that go on, like, a trip to Miami for, like, three days and, like, they come home and, like, they're, like, take me back? That's literally what I feel like right now. <laughs> like, I'm, like, take me back to BravoCon. Um, you know what, though? I'll never get sick of it. If Bravo's still posting BravoCon content, then I can still live in my BravoCon experience. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with the rundown of everything that I did. Um, it was literally like the highlight of my life. I, I'm still talking about it. You guys probably don't even want to hear about it anymore. But with that said, being kind of like off the grid for a week, I feel like we have so much to catch up on. Um, we haven't even talked about Beverly Hills or Miami. It's been a little bit since Salt Lake City, um, Winter House, like... So many shows are out now. And then we have Southern Hospitality coming up in a couple weeks. Like, we, our plates are full. Our cups runneth over. The Bravo gods just keep feeding us. And I'm not upset about it. It's just, it's keeping me booked and busy. And I love it. So what I want to focus on... This episode, since we haven't gotten much, we haven't talked about it at all. So I want to talk about Real Housewives of Miami, and I want to talk about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. There is chaos going on on the West and East Coast, and I am here for it. So let's start off with Miami and just get right into it. Real Housewives of Miami is back, baby. The ladies are on fuego. They are killing it. They always do every year. Their production is Chef's Kiss Elite. It is amazing, and it feels so good to have the Miami Heat in the beginning of this winter season. I am loving everything that's been going on so far this season. Like I said... 
It's been on for a couple of weeks. We didn't get to really touch on it um, in the beginning, just with other shows that were on and then me being gone in Vegas. So I just want to talk about last night's episode. And we will just go on from there moving forward. So obviously we know that Gertie is like going through her medical issues. She found out that she has breast, she she found out that she has breast cancer and uh, it is so sad to watch her like struggle with this and figure out a way, like how she's going to tell these women. Thankfully she has overcome it. I believe she just rang her bell a couple of weeks ago. I want to say like right after BravoCon um, is when she had rang the bell. So I believe she's cancer free now, which is amazing news. I loved meeting Gertie at BravoCon. She was rocking the bald look. She's beautiful, stunning, gorgeous, all the things. So I'm happy to hear that she is in good health. And uh, in this episode, in the beginning of the episode, obviously she's sitting down with Larsa. They're having a conversation about kind of what went down at Alexia's party. And we all know at the end of that party at Alexia's house, when Larsa was leaving or when Gertie was leaving, she grabbed Larsa and was saying like, I'm going to need you. Like when I call for you, just be there for me. And in our minds, we know what she's talking about, but Larsa is so confused, has no clue what the hell is going on. And I mean, you can't blame her, right? Obviously the only thing you can really think is, okay, she's going through something but we don't know like the severity of what it is. And they meet for their lunch. They're talking and Gertie tells her, and she tells her that like, she's the fourth person. She is either the fourth person or only four other people know in the group um, that she has breast cancer. So she confides in Larsa and tells her what's going on. And like, That's the reason she was kind of acting the way that she was at the end of the last episode. And maybe Larsa was just in shock, but the way she responded with the like, how do you know? Like, how do you, like, girl, how do you think she knows? She went to the doctor. The doctor obviously told her she's not pulling this out of her ass and making this up for like a story. She, has gone through the process of what she needs to, to get her to the point where she's at to tell you that like, she knows she has breast cancer. This is what she's going through. It was just a little shocking. She then quickly was like, you know what? I love you. I'll be there for you, which is really all like Gertie wants. It sounds like she just wants that support system of people that are going to be there for her, like through this tough time. I couldn't even imagine what she's going through. I've, I've never had anyone in my life close to me like that, that has gone through something like that or have been a friend to someone who has gone something through something like that to kind of know what the hell to say or do. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't, I just unfortunately don't know. Um, so the girls talk about it and Gertie does tell her, like, I'm telling you this in confidence. Like, obviously she told her only four other people know 
don't say anything, keep it under wraps until like she figures out what the hell she's going to tell these women and how she's going to tell them. They're walking out and she goes, okay, like I'm, now I'm going to go tell TMZ. Like, obviously she's kidding. She's not going to, but she wasted no time telling other people about it. The editing in this moment with the fast forward, amazing. Like, guys, TV by Pop kills it on the editing game. And they fast forward to a scene and Larsa sits down with her two friends and tells her, like, I had lunch with Gertie and she sat down and she told me she has breast cancer. The girls were shocked. And it was just a little, like, damn, girl, you couldn't even wait. Like, this isn't your story to tell. Like, yes, you're on a TV show, but, like, keep it to yourself for a minute. You could have just said she was going through something. Obviously, I'm assuming the ladies that she was telling know Gertie because they seemed, like, kind of taken aback by it, but no time. And the editors did a rewind to earlier that afternoon when Gertie had told her, like, I'm telling you this in confidence. And, uh, yeah, they they did Larissa dirty with that one. It was so funny. It really was. She Obviously, she can't keep a secret. Um, but then, like, that doesn't even stop there, right? So she throws this going away part, or sorry, she throws this welcome home party for Marcus, which everyone is looking at her like, girl, you're crazy. He was only gone for five days. Why are you throwing him a welcome home party? Like, he wasn't even gone that long. I think it was Lisa who said, like, it's not like he went off to war, which was, like, really what everybody was thinking. Like, he hasn't been gone that long. Five days? It probably took her all five days to plan the welcome home party. Like, it was a little crazy. And I think one of the ladies said she's digmatized, but she it has she has to be, right? Like, it's obviously going down in the bedroom with those two. They're both very hot and attractive. So, like, I'm not really surprised. But, like, five days, girl. Like, literally, I think I have laundry that's, like, older than that. <laughs> like, it's, it, was a, it was a bit much. It, but you know what? She loves her man. She wanted to throw him a party. All the ladies come over. Um, except for Adriana. I didn't see her at the welcome home party. And... Thank God, because Todd was at this party and he did not really have anything nice to say. He was obviously confronted about not being at his um, New Horizons party that Alexia threw. And uh, it was a little weird to me, right? Because he goes to this party. It's the same guest list minus Adriana, unless he knew that Adriana was not going to be at this welcome home party for Marcus. And everybody had said that they had seen Todd as they were leaving because apparently he was just downstairs at the restaurant, like eating dinner. So you're talking to all of these people as they're leaving your house, but you're not upstairs in your house at the party that your wife is throwing he makes this speech about how he wasn't there because he said he didn't like the fact he didn't like some people that were on the guest list. And he didn't like the fact that some of those people had trash talked his stepson. Right. 
Obviously, you instantly go to Adriana. She made that comment last season about Frankie's accident. I understand why they would be hesitant to invite her to anything or even want to go anywhere that she was. But I thought it was big of Alexia to invite her to the party because you can't have a New Horizons party with all of the girls and exclude one because it's just very contradictory. So everyone's like, who, who, who? Like, is it one of us? <laughs> like, Obviously, it's not one of you guys if he's making that statement in front of all of you. Huh? Like, look around the room. One person's missing. It's obviously about her. Alexia confirms it was about Adriana. And... Uh, I don't know. I just found it. I want to know if Todd knew that she wasn't going to be at Marcus's welcome home party. Like if Alexia had to ask Larsa if she was coming because then Todd wouldn't go. I don't know. Something is a little off there. I love Alexia is my the queen of Miami in my eyes. I want nothing but good things for her and for her marriage to work out and she made that little bit of a divorce joke the last episode saying like, Todd's not here, but no, 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 we're not getting divorced. And I wish she wouldn't have done that because now she said that. And it's like the first thing in everyone's mind, everybody watching the show is running with the fact that they think that there's something wrong with their marriage. When apparently Todd just didn't want to deal with Adriana, which also makes me question like, Adriana is the one that said as she was leaving, Todd went up to her and she had a conversation with him and that everything was fine and it wasn't her. It was the fact that they're, they need to figure out their marriage. So someone is lying here. My money is going to be on. I don't know, guys, what do you think? Who do you think is lying about this? Do you think Todd is telling the truth when he says that? He didn't go to his party because Adriana was there and the crap that she was talking about his stepson. Or do you believe Adriana who said that her and Todd are fine and that when they talked in the lobby of his home, he said that Adriana was right when she said that him and Alexia need to work on their marriage. I want to know what your thoughts are on this because to me, it's just like, what the hell is going on? Like, the lies. One of them is telling, like, a lie. And we need to get to the bottom of it. I will tell you my thoughts. I think... Oh, guys, I don't know what to think. 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 I am going to say that I think... Adriana is making up her encounter with Todd. I think that she maybe just like didn't understand what he was saying. I don't know. Maybe he was trying to be nice um, to avoid confrontation, but she has been known to kind of embellish her stories a little bit. Right. So I'm going to assume that it's not all truth on Adriana's part. I want to believe that Todd is doing this for the benefit of sticking up for his family. So I'm going to go with Adriana. 
I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this. I literally cannot wait. Like, it's, I feel like it's going to be so split down the middle and people are going to be um, so undecided, just like I was. It took me three minutes to even figure out that I was going to even say Adriana. So anyway, at the um, welcome home party, all the ladies sit down. La- Loose-lipped Larsa makes it slip to she doesn't even make it it wasn't a slip she knew what she was gonna do she told the ladies that gertie has breast cancer are you fucking kidding me that is not your information to tell what in the world were you thinking when you opened your mouth and decided to say that i wonder if she said it and then instantly was like holy shit i shouldn't have said that i want to take it back obviously like too late but i can do not do not see this going well for her i think gertie is going to be very upset with the fact that they are trying to mend their friendship and move forward but now gertie can't even trust her with such a huge secret that is not Larsa's to tell. I don't know. Like, I literally wanted to throw my TV into the middle of the street. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, girl? Like, why did you just, why did you just say that? And I think it was the universal, like, <gasps> like, you know how, like, the girls responded? I feel like that's how the wa- the viewers were watching, being like, "Did girl, did you really just say that? So I'm interested to see what's going to happen as the episodes go on with that and how Gertie is going to react to finding out that Larsa spilled her cancer information. Guys, we get to a scene where Anthony and Nicole go yacht shopping. Okay. I love me some Dr. Nicole. Let me tell you. I also just want to know if I need to go back to school to be an anesthesiologist and marry an attorney. Because if I can live in a $20 million mansion and then buy an $8 million yacht with a whole bunch of properties all over the country and fly private and do all of this, like, I may be a little bit older, but, like, don't put it past me. Like, I will do it if if that is what I'm in store for. Guys, they were looking at $8 million yachts. They were looking at $11 million yachts. And I'm just like, where in the world? How? How? Like, family money? I know they're both successful, but, like, maybe I'm just bad at money and I don't know how it works. But, like, that's a lot. That's, like, a $20 million home and, like, a $10 million. That's $30 million. As an anesthesiologist and an attorney? I don't know. Maybe they made good investments like in early age. I have no idea. I kind of just was just like, oh God, like must be nice. Like I want to even shop for like a small boat. (laughs) I don't know. Guys, this is the point, right? This is why we watch the show. We love watching what they spend their money on and like the luxuriousness of it all. And it's very aspirational. Like I was just, I was just in my mind thinking about what I need to do to buy a yacht. How do you even get on a yacht? Dr. Nicole, if you're listening to this, can I come to Miami and go on your yacht? 
how do you like, I don't even know. Do you, I don't know so many questions, but the fact that they are in the position to even buy one is like goals, like good for them. What I will tell you is that I could have gone this entire season without having to hear Julia sing opera. Nobody asked for that. (laughs) What in the world was she thinking? She sounded like her goat. Like, it was not good. It wasn't. Guys, it was not good. I don't know why nobody stopped her. And the fact that this is only the first time that we're going to see her attempt to sing opera. Obviously, we see her put on a show in the trailer. So we, like, know more is coming. I can't. I, like, literally can't. It was... It was brutal. (laughs) I literally almost wanted to turn off my television. It was such a struggle to watch. You know what was not a struggle to watch, though? And I loved this moment was watching Gertie and Russell take their walk and Russell tell the story about how he was telling the boys about his mom's cancer. Russell is top-tier house husband. Like, he is a family man. He is gorgeous. He's a firefighter. Like, loves his wife and kids. And, like, he is just, like, a top-tier house husband. And to hear the way that he was telling his kids about what's going on with his mom because Gertie didn't have the strength to because she didn't want to cry was like heart. It was like heartwarming because it was like nice to know that he did that, but also heartbreaking that he even had to do that because it's such a sad situation. Right. And the last thing you want to do is like tell a kid something like that. Like, you don't know how they're going to react. And like the last thing you want to do is like ruin their world. And like, it all comes crumbling down, but they seem to have handled it very well. And they're a strong unit. And I love, love, love Gertie and Russell guys. I'm so happy that she is cancer free. And like, hopefully she is got some ease in her mind and can go back to life and just enjoying everything because I'm sure it was a little bit of a struggle there while everything was going on. She's just the best and Russell's the best too. I loved watching the two of them on that walk. It was it was it it was just so good to see. Guys, I want to know your thoughts on Lisa and Jody. So Obviously, they're having a pizza night towards the end of this episode, and Lisa is on the phone with Jody, and apparently Lenny is taking away one of her cars, where he already has a couple cars and he's leaving her with none, and she's telling Jody everything that's going on. And I met Jody at BravoCon, guys, the sweetest, very handsome, so nice, was just there by Lisa's side, like letting her do her thing. So they are, uh, yes, in real time, obviously you've seen on Instagram as well, they are still together. But in this moment, we're going back, what? They probably filmed this eight months ago, seven to eight months ago. And uh, she's still going through all of this stuff with her divorce. It Now she has a new boyfriend and she's still like going through all this. Do, 
I get the impression, obviously, no, I don't get the impression. Obviously, Jody did say he can't wait for this to be over because he does not want to talk about it, talk about it like anymore. And he wants to know what life is going to be like without having to deal with the Lenny stuff. Do you think that Lisa is like talking to him too much about this? Like every episode, it's like something is going on. And it's very reminiscent of OC last season where Heather told Gina that she shouldn't talk to um, her boyfriend about her ex because like they're done and like she should move on and live in like the moment of what was going on with her current boyfriend. It's very reminiscent of that to like now watch on Miami Lisa talk to Jody about what's going on in her divorce and like all of this, like obviously he's going to be there to support her, but like, do you need to tell him every detail about everything that is going on? Like, I feel like that would maybe put a strain on a relationship. Obviously we know they're good. Right. So I'm happy that, it is working out in their favor. It's just like, I mean, you don't got to tell them everything, girl. Like, I don't know. It's a little much. But Miami is literally, literally killing it. Every episode so far has been amazing. I know we're only a couple in. There is still so, 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 so much that's going to happen this season. So I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. I just know the drama is going to be like a telenovela and I cannot wait for it. So uh, that was Miami. We're in Miami trick. We are in it. And we're, I hope you guys are enjoying it as much as I am. I, it's just, it's amazing. Thank God that they're back on our TVs and we'll talk about it more next week. All right, guys, are you ready to dive into Beverly Hills from last night? Guys, again, another one. Like, Beverly Hills is back, baby. The ladies are killing it. Obviously, we saw in, like, the first episode, where was Crystal? Everyone was asking that. Um, She's back, obviously, right? We're in Vegas for Crystal's 40th birthday. Guys, like literally watching it like they're obviously like doing the shots of the city and like showing Vegas and it just makes me want to go back to BravoCon I know it is so so annoying I sound like a fucking basic bitch like talking about a vacation that I went on but like I just like watching it it was like taking me back like I take me back to the strip throw me at Caesar's forums and just like, leave me be like, I would be happy there. I said this before, Bravo kind is my Roman empire, but they're back in Vegas and guys, they start off the episode with the girls, like all kind of going their separate ways. Obviously Jarit and Kyle go to lunch. Um, Erica and Crystal go to lunch Sutton and Garcelle go, go on that gondola ride. Guys, the gondola ride sent me. The gondolier, is that what they call them? Him singing while Sutton and Garcelle are trying to have a conversation was amazing. As soon as they started talking, he would start singing. Literally, he did it multiple times. It was so good. I could not 
get enough of it. It was so funny. And I'm like, does he know what he's doing? Like, is he just trying to like sing because he knows that this is going to be on TV? He thinks he has, he has a good voice. Maybe this is going to be a big break for him. Or is he just messing with the ladies because he knows they're trying to have a conversation and he's just being like, Oh, you're going to talk. I'm going to start singing regardless of what it was. It was, it sent me. It really did. It was, uh, it was hilarious. And I just, I loved it. I loved it. I want to go. I think they were at the Palazzo. I don't know. There's so many freaking hotels. Like, I don't even know what they have where, but we get into a conversation with Dorit and Kyle. Obviously, PK and Mauricio had had dinner the previous night. The guys were talking about their marriages and how they're both going through something in the last year. And Mauricio says, like, I and just tell my wife she's right with everything so that way I don't have to fight with her. Guys, the conversation was a lot. So Dorit and Kyle are talking about their marriages, that they've both been having a tough year. So obviously we know Kyle is sober, right? And she's had like an entire life change. She is working out. She's not drinking. She's like doesn't want to go to parties really like and Mauricio she's saying loves he just loves to drink not that he like abuses it but like he just indulges in cocktails and he's working so much and he's going to all these events and she doesn't want to do that and she wants to sit at home and read a book or like be with her family so you and she even acknowledges like that is like a drift like they're kind of going in separate directions and I think that's what she's trying to like work on is like, obviously they're separated for a reason. She is nonstop said that they are working on it. She loves him. She loves the family. None of us know what goes on behind closed doors. That's why I'm not speculating. So many of you guys are asking me my thoughts and opinions on her situation. It is. It's not, it's not, I'm not going to. All right. I'm going to talk about what is going on on the show and that's it. Um, So it really, and even Dorit tells her like, with all this going on, like, do you see, like, where do you see your marriage going? I think Dorit at this point is starting to be detective Dorit. I think she obviously knows that there's trouble in paradise. She said it a couple episodes ago, like kind of like asking her, her and Mo were okay. And she is honestly just being like a good friend. She's being there to like, listen to Kyle and she's going to be like the support system that she, that she needs. And it loved to read. And I love the way that she was coming off when they were having this conversation was just that she was concerned. We got a conversation between Crystal and Erica and I loved, I loved that conversation. The fact that Crystal asked her, like, if she missed her old life. And Erica said no. She misses parts of it, like, the warmth of the house, like, during the holidays. And, like, just stuff like that. But she is very much on her grind and, like, trying to make it on her own and... There was a moment in the episode where like money came up and 
Erica was talking about how like she when she was with Tom, she didn't have to worry about the light bill. And like there's just certain things that like she did not have to worry about. And she even said, like, now looking at some bill, like she looks at the number on the bills and she's like, oh my God. Like as fast as money comes in, it's going out. And she's not taking vacations and like, she's not really like over the top shopping, but like when she does buy something for herself, she knows she worked hard for it and is like paying for it with her own money. I am lit. I'm, I am really liking Erica so far this season. And I think that I am hoping that this is going to be a redemption season for her. She got so much like, shit like the past couple seasons that obviously one she's on the show still for a reason she makes good tv but two i think it would be good for her to have like a comeback and i think she is in the midst in real time of her comeback with her vegas residency and like everything she has going on so good good for you girl i love to see it um guys they go to dinner, right? They go to a dinner at the, it was this restaurant at the Delano and they're dressed up in their cowboy, their cowboys, cowgirl gear. And you know, they always have to play a game. Garcelle even says, don't hate me. I brought a game. She brings this game and it's just like questions. They have to go around the table and answer. And, uh, the first question that they asked was um, if you found out that there was infidelity in your relationship, like, would you be okay with that and like, let it go or like something along those lines. And Dorit said that she would go Lorena Bobbitt on PK. Uh, Kyle was like, do I look like the type of girl that's going to be like, Oh, I'm okay with it. Like if I don't know, whatever, like, no, um, and it's very telling, right? Because they do a flashback to all of like the cheating rumors. There's been so many rumors of Mauricio throughout the years and like him and his infidelity and everything going on there where I, I can understand where people in the back of their minds would have thought that like he has cheated or there are rumors now where like the reason for the separation was infidelity on his end or... Like, just a whole bunch of stuff, right? But um, uh, for her to then say, like, no, like, I do not condone it. Like, it makes you think, like, maybe people who have one perception of them being, like, a united front and then having an... I don't know where this even came from because I've seen articles about, like, an open relationship where he can, like, do what he wants as long as he, like comes home i don't believe any of that shit but some people do and so for those people that like thought that they were like this united front and then he can just go off and do whatever he wants i feel like her response to that question in the game would really shut them up but i mean then again she's been saying for fucking months that this person is just a really good friend of hers and you guys still aren't believing it so Who's to say she did do an interview with Alex Baskin and uh, she said that like people want too much access to like their lives 
like they give us enough on television. So for people to want more beyond that, it's like she can't really keep anything to to or for herself, um, which has got to be like a shitty way to live, right? Like, yes, we watch her on the show and she should tell us what is going on in her life on the show because that is what she is paid for. But there, you're not owed 24-7, 110% access into their lives, right? Like, that's a little insane if you think that you are. Um, it's not a little insane. It's very insane. So I f- don't even know where I was going with that. I went off on a tangent. I, like, literally don't even... <laughs> I don't even know. Um, anyway, okay. Off of, off of the infidelity question and kind of just moving on. Um, the girls go to the cowboy bar and watching these ladies ride that bull was hilarious. Right. So we got to see Kyle. She did great. She rode that thing like a champ. And then we got Sutton and Sutton, Sutton, Sutton. She's been, listen, I love Sutton. She's been struggling the past couple episodes. They're giving her some shit. Um, She gets on that bull and you know what? Listen, good for her. She didn't get to go on that stage with the guys from Magic Mike, but she got on this bull. And Erica's comment, guys, literally fucking sent me. Erica said Sutton's bull riding skills. She said if Sutton's bull riding skills are anything like her dick riding skills, no wonder she's not getting a second date. Guys, I I like literally like I can't like that's amazing. That was hilarious, guys. That was amazing. It was so funny. Um it was just a it was just a hilarious moment to watch. And I just I don't know. I'm not like a country bar. I don't like country music. Don't at me. Um I'm not like a cowboy boot in hat type of person where I'm going to go ride a bowl and like line dance. It's just not my thing. Um, I'm more of like, it's like club vibe person. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I mean, I try anything once, I guess, who knows guys, the ladies are leaving Vegas as the ladies are leaving Vegas they're waiting for the elevator and Mikey and his boyfriend, the doors open and they're in the elevator. Erica took this like a gift and a sign from God for her to get at Sutton for leaving the show early. Also like guys, that was Mikey. I didn't know that like Mikey's boyfriend was in magic Mike. And like, that's the reason I must've missed that part in the episode when they were planning this, but that's actually really cool. Um, obviously Erica is like, Sutton, this is your chance. This is your chance to apologize for saying that you hated the show. And you know what? (laughs) Erica might've given up like getting upset for Lent, but she was like, I'm not going to get mad. I'm just going to get a little shady with you. And I'm going to call you out in front of the boys. So that way you feel like shit for trash talking the show. And she did just that. And uh, 
Sutton was not happy with that. And uh, Erica told her, this is your chance to apologize. And Sutton did. And she said, no, I didn't hate the show. I just didn't like the spread eagle thing. And so... Uh, Mikey's boyfriend, sorry, I blanked on his name. Mikey's boyfriend was like, you guys will have to come back and like try the show again and we'll have a different experience. And Sutton's like, yes, absolutely. You know Sutton's ass is not going back to Magic Mike. She will, Unless she's going without the cameras and incognito. So, because I mean, you know she might want to... Would you die? Would you die if Sutton went back to Vegas with like a completely different group of girlfriends it wasn't filmed. They went to Magic Mike and then she went on stage and they did the spread eagle thing to her. I can literally see that happening. Um, but her face is like, no, I'm never coming to the show again. But like, thank you. So she's going to be like, oh, yeah, 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 we'll definitely do that. But like, have your people call my people and those people are never going to talk. So it'll never happen again. Um, Sutton had another meltdown. In the Sprinter van. Guys, the Sprinter vans. I think Bravo knows that everything good happens in a Sprinter van because the Sprinter vans fights in Salt Lake City. We get the Sprinter van fights. Obviously, now here in Beverly Hills, we have a Sprinter van fight coming up in Miami. Like, is there a Sprinter van company that has a contract with Bravo? Because if not, somebody needs to. Like a franchise come. I don't know. Like, the drama goes down in the Sprinter van. So Sutton gets mad that Erica embarrassed her. And the girls are having this conversation about like, just like how she was acting. And Dorit goes and tries to have a conversation with Sutton. And Garcelle looks at Dorit and says like, I wish you would have gone after her. Like, why am I the one that always has to go after her? And she's not wrong. But what I will tell you is I think the reason that Garcelle is the only person that's going after Sutton is because she is Sutton's only real friend on the show. I don't think that the other ladies really care that much to chase after her. Crystal shouldn't have had to. It was her birthday. And the fact that Crystal was even like, we have to leave Magic Mike because Sutton's upset is like, that's... No, thank you. Like, it's my birthday. I'm going to throw dollar bills at these hot dudes and see if I can have someone lick, lick whipped cream off me. Um, that's the thing though. I don't think any of them really care enough to chase her. So Dorit in that moment is making it sound like she cares, but like, girl, you didn't leave to go get her either. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that Garcelle is Sutton's true friend. So it makes the most sense for her to go after her. Guys, thank God they're leaving Vegas. I feel like that trip was like, I hope Crystal had a good time, but Sutton definitely didn't. I loved it, though. For a first girls trip, it was fun. We got to obviously see inside of Resort World, which is Kathy Hilton's hotel. Absolutely stunning. I want to stay there next time I go to Vegas. It's just so far down the strip. like It's like all the way at the end. But it's stunning. And I don't know. I just, I loved it. It was a great kickoff for a girl's trip. I believe there's one or two more happening, right? And so we're obviously going to talk about that. Beverly Hills, for me, the premiere was kind of like, wah, wah, but now we're getting into it. Like, 
I, the ladies are here. I'm ready to get involved in like in-depth drama with them. I'm ready to break it all down. I'm loving it. So that was it. Beverly Hills and Miami, they are back and I could not be happier. Literally, guys, we are, I said it in the beginning of the episode, we are flooded with shows. So, I mean, we haven't even really gotten to talk that much about Winter House. I am loving Winter House. I, Amanda, thank God, is finally here. And there's still some more visitors that are coming. Next episode, we're getting Jason and, um, Asia's coming, and I think Captain Sandy's making an appearance, and there's just, like, so much going on there. Um, Sam is going to visit Corey, so I want to get more into Winter House probably next week, um, but, I mean, we are booked and busy. We have Potomac. I haven't even got to talk about Potomac with you guys. Potomac and Married to Medicine are on Sundays. Mondays there is Below Deck. Tuesday, we have Real Housewives of Salt Lake City and Winter House. Wednesday, we have Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Miami. Thursdays, we have Southern Charm. In a couple weeks on Thursdays, we're also going to have Southern Hospitality. Like, I'm obsessed. Literally, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bravo. Because this is the time of the year where we are hibernating and we need some good television to watch and bravo i feel like knows that so they're like here you go we're going to keep you occupied through the winter and uh, i'm here for it because i don't want to leave my house i mean when it starts snowing obviously you guys know i'm in buffalo um when it starts snowing the last thing i want to do is go anywhere so if i can let shows build up for a couple of days and do like a full day of binge watching Sign me up. Sign me up. And uh, I want you guys, because we still have a couple of weeks before the Southern Hospitality premiere for season two. If you have not watched season one, because I'm going to be talking about Southern Hospitality, there also might be something in store in the next couple of weeks that'll be like a little fun. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Um, I want you to go to Peacock and watch all of season one. It is so good. You want to be caught up on the drama. They are hot. They're dramatic. They have a good time. There's like literally like it's, it is very reminiscent of early days of VPR, but these kids aren't trying to be like models and actors. They are like working in the service industry in Charleston. Um, So run to Peacock guys. It's literally, it's the, it's the best. Go rewatch the first season. And we will talk about that as well. There wasn't really anything kind of going on in the headlines this week. It's been pretty kind of like a slow news week ever since BravoCon. Before I keep talking about BravoCon anymore, I'm going to like just shut up about it. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please do not forget to rate, review, subscribe, 
Invite your friends to the party. Send them a link. Are they watching the same shows that we're watching? Maybe they have some thoughts and want to come and join. And I hope that you guys have the best week ever. Bye. And go Bills. Hoda Media Products.